This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a brilliant leader. We're joined today by Andrew Mulaski. Andrew's the president and the CEO of the Chapters Health System. He's going to talk to us about Chapters and, and, and what they do and how they got to the business model that they're in and a lot more. Andrew, can you take a moment and tell us a little bit about Chapters and about yourself? Happy to, and thank you for the opportunity to be here today. Uh, By way of quick background, as you were kind enough to uh, introduce, my name is Andrew Malofsky. I'm the president and CEO of Chapters Health System. Uh, I'm one of the unique birds who has chosen to dedicate the entirety of their career to the home and community-based services space. So when we explain chapters, you're going to recognize a lot of that language in there. It's because what I and, and the team have really chosen as their career path. And together, with all of our experience, we've been able to put together an organization we're exceptionally proud of. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with Chapters, it really is an organization that's committed to the reinvention of what a care delivery system should look like, right? Really on the four sort of fundamental building blocks that we believe to be critical of innovation, dynamicism, a growth orientation as an organization, and then, of course, being an employee-led group. And those four things have really been sort of the underpinnings of what has built Chapters into a company of over 20 different entities constituting the nation's largest not-for-profit end-of-life chronic illness platform uh, with a growth trajectory that's been you know nearly 600 percent in four years we're we're fairly proud of the fact that uh, our recipe or our secret sauce appears to be working and it's both a unique value proposition and one we think represents the future and tell us about the the unique value proposition uh, amazing growth and also talk about both the unique value proposition, how you view that, and also what you're most excited about heading into 2024. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the unique value proposition is one that really has come to define us, right? As a nonprofit, of course, we we certainly focus on our mission uh, in addition to the, the, uh, the expectations that margin exists. But with that notion of reinvestment, we've been able to move into new and exciting areas. And the value proposition focuses on taking the, the backbone or taking the thought uh, leadership that has home and community-based services have always had in terms of interdisciplinary, team-based, in the home, the most desirable, low-cost setting, and ultimately where we believe the future of healthcare is headed, but transitioning that past the fee-for-service models that for so long have dominated the space and really embracing value-based care to its fullest. This has presented a traditional conundrum for a lot of the acute care systems or your fee-for-service organizations that have dominated that space. But for those of us who have lived this sort of value-based mindset for 20 plus years, you know, the future is very bright for us, which is kind of the segue into what are we most excited about? The fact that the models we've always called our bread and butter are now very in vogue throughout the healthcare ecosystem. We're uniquely positioned to capitalize on that, which has really led to our growth trajectory as an organization. And tell us about your operations, physical facilities, not physical facilities, what does chapters look like? How do we think about it? Yeah, it's an exceptional question, and it's one that usually causes the audience to take a step back and say, hmm, I guess I hadn't thought of it that way. 
right? So we believe in first and foremost, the care model. We, we call ourselves location agnostic because where the care is delivered is secondary to how the care is delivered, right? So our model, if you were to distill it down into one broad brush, which is very difficult to do, is focused on where the patient calls home. So while yes, we do have physical plant, uh, we of course have a robust hospice organization, palliative care service in the inpatient, outpatient, and clinic setting. We have PACE centers, which of course carry a brick and mortar component, but are much more focused on a community environment, full risk primary care, full risk ACO endeavors, home-based primary care. So all those components tend to dwell in people's private residence. So we do our business, we conduct our work in a myriad of settings, skilled nursing environments, assisted living centers. We do indeed have a number of, we have 20 plus uh, general inpatient hospice centers, the freestanding clinics. But what we've come to realize and ultimately appreciate is when you tie up millions of dollars in parking structures and physical brick and mortar, there is a cost for that. And that cost ultimately comes, you know, at the behest of the employees that you could be compensating exceptionally and the patients you could be reinvesting, the, the altruistic missions that you can serve when you have uh, capital at your disposal. So we have chosen to, rather than build, you know, substantial brick and mortar infrastructures, really redirect those efforts to where we believe it matters most and that's at the bedside. Thank you very, very much. And, and, and when you look at this, so many people are almost hampered today with huge brick and mortar obligations. Do you ever look at this and think about how thrilled you are not to be hampered by all those brick and mortar obligations? Well, absolutely, right? It's two parts. It's, it was a little bit of putting yourself out there in a non-traditional format to start. And then, of course, there's the feeling of being rewarded when it's paying off for you. And certainly that measure of you know ego, if you will, is great. We're very proud of ourselves. We're very excited about what we do. But the real meaning comes in when we're able to look a patient or family eye and say to them, yes, where other organizations may be forced to say no. When a partnership comes along or a new innovative program is out there and it may require more capital reserves than others may have at their disposal, but we can say yes, we can try something new. And, and you know, our choices are both being rewarded at the bedside, which is very gratifying, but also in the business practicum. And that really has, to that point earlier, where I said about being an innovator and being very dynamic in your response, you know, it keeps us nimble, it keeps us fresh, and we can say yes where a lot of others can say no. And we believe for the healthcare ecosystem to find its way again, there's going to have to be a lot more of that. We've really sort of siloed or pigeonholed how our operations as a healthcare world have run. We've tried to unshackle ourselves from those. Thank you. And you are always a pleasure to visit with. You're incredibly clear thinking and, and, and focused. What advice would you give to other leaders in healthcare? If you're to an emerging leader, what advice do you give to the vice presidents in your company that are merging into leadership? What advice do you give to emerging leaders? Well, and thank you, Scott. The the advice question is one that I think will probably fit the vein and culture of everything that I've uh, spoken of up to this point. You know, and it shouldn't shouldn't strike you as a disjoint. Our advice to leaders: be authentic, right? Be bold. And for the love of all things holy, don't be what already exists. To truly lead and not just be part of a parade, you have to be willing to take folks in a direction that isn't already laid out for them, right? So it's that notion of move, act. Don't let perfection be the enemy of excellence, right? You didn't get to whatever role you've been put in by being incapable. You were given that choice by your organization, your board, your supervisor, because they believed in your capabilities. Go with that, act, move, and, and ultimately, it's never a measure of failure. It's also a measure of learning how fast you apply those learnings 
is the real measure of leadership. So that would be my advice, right? Be bold, go in a different direction, and don't be afraid to do it. But I love that concept. Just be bold, be authentic. Don't do something that everybody else is doing. You can be very successful doing what everybody else is doing, but not necessarily as fun. And it's great to have fun as well and make a purposeful difference. It's really a beautiful thing. Andrew, I want to thank you again for joining us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It's great to visit with you. It's so interesting to see a different, innovative type of model. Where can people learn more about Chapter's Healthcare? Absolutely. So we, like many organizations, have a multitude of ways to reach us. Uh, you can find us on the internet at you know, chaptershealth.org. Of course, all the normal channels on LinkedIn for our executive content and contact information is there as well. And if you need any further information, most of the executive's individual contact points can be found on one of those two channels. So I would suggest you start there. And if there's any other way to reach between, you know, the Becker's organization certainly has a direct line to us at any time. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And just great to visit with you. It was a pleasure. Be well. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.